In this episode of the podcast, we're gonna be getting unraveled with Unraveled Academy. This is Twit. Hey, welcome back to another episode of This Week in Photo. I am your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today, I've got Ace Fanning on the hook here. We're going to be talking about his company, Unraveled Academy. I'm going to let him tell us all about it. But essentially, it looks to be a very inclusive uh, safe space for photographers from all backgrounds to kind of get together where it's kind of a no man left behind or no person left behind kind of proposition for creative people that are amateur professionals, etc. But I'll let him tell us the real deal about Unraveled Academy. Ace, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? Very good. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm super excited to get to talk with you and just tell everyone about Unraveled. And I love that you said safe space because that's exactly how we think of it. Um, in a lot of photography communities, some people are too scared to kind of speak up because they're like, oh, I, I'm not as good as some people or whatever. And our, our mentality is like every single person who walks through the door has something to learn and has something to offer. So our doors are wide open for everybody. I love that. I love that. It's, that's really cool. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the photography or creative space in, in general. And there's a lot of places online where people can go to interact, right? There's no shortage of community online, whether it be Reddit, you know, and the, the ball of wax that that is over there or Facebook and everything that that brings or even something as lightweight and topical as, say, uh, uh, Instagram or something like that. What drove you to create unraveled or something new or different that people can come and and sort of congregate at when there's so many other sort of free options out there when unraveled was started five years ago there wasn't really this community aspect like there is today and for us it's it's community which is obviously huge but also we have this element of teaching and with the teaching we also have an element of every student who comes in. Our goal is to eventually get them to a place where they can teach. And, yeah. and for us, that's such a huge opportunity to say, hey, like you, you came here from the, from the very beginning and we've now seen you kind of have this climb and we see where you're at now and we want you to help share your knowledge with everybody else who is maybe where you were at when you first got here. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Because it sounds like, is it is it more kind of like a cohort-based thing? Because you remember, you remember back in the day, uh, I mean, several years ago, what was it? Trey Radcliffe started um, the Arcanum Project, remember, where people could kind of, it was cohort-based and there were instructors and people would, it was almost gamification where people could ascend up through levels. I never quite understood it 100%, but it was kind of, I, the, to, what I just explained is the extent of my knowledge of the project. Um, how, does, how does Unraveled Academy kind of compare to that or contrast with that? So with us, it's we bring in instructors from all different walks of life. Um, from and, and our goal is that when you go to Unraveled, you can find a course on everything and anything. We have people who only shoot landscapes and we have them come teach. We have a lot of our client, a lot of our, 
a lot of our students are geared towards family photography. So we have a ton of family photography courses, but we have newborns, we have weddings, we have all these things. Um, and, and like I said, we, we bring people in who we feel like are diverse. And our goal is that every instructor who comes contradicts what the person before them said, because we have this belief that like, there's not one way to do photography. And we're not trying to get people to like, come in this assembly line and say, hey, this is the only way you can do it. And if you don't do it like this, you're not doing it right and you're never going to be successful. We try to showcase as many different ways that you can be successful as possible. And you don't have to try and fit into some box. So we bring in instructors to try and, who we feel will, will really encapsulate just something different. We don't want to have this constant repeat of the same information over and over again. Um, but then, yeah, with us, we do, our goal is we have unraveled expert artists and these are artists who they submit, they, we do a portfolio review, we go through all of their work and that's kind of the first step for them to say, Hey, I'm interested in going down the route of maybe instructing at some point. And, and we really hold their hand through that because there's a ton of photographers in the world who want to go out and they want to teach, but they're terrified and they have no idea what that looks like. And so we are a, we are for students and we are also for people who want to become instructors, but we teach them how to do that as well. Like we're, our goal is to just send everyone off into the world, feeling confident with whatever it is they want to do. Isn't that true? Yeah, it's it's so interesting because over the years that I've been practicing photography and 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 creative type things, the you, I found that I don't truly grok or understand a concept. I may understand it like like f stops and why do the numbers get smaller as the hole gets bigger? You know those kind of things. I don't I don't grok those or internalize those concepts until I have to explain them to someone else. Until I have to teach them. When I have to teach them, then I have to find the words and, okay, analogies and all this other stuff to get that idea out of my head into their head. And then I'm a much better person or I understand the concept stronger or there's it's a deeper understanding of it after that. Are you finding that as well? And are you, with your instructors, as they teach things, they become better at the art form themselves? It's, it's insane how true that is. Um, right. Myself, like whenever I teach workshops, currently right now I'm teaching a workshop on photographing high school seniors, which is something that so many people are terrified of. This is my third time teaching this workshop. And every time right now I'm teaching it and I'm in my high school senior season. And I find myself, I give feedback for every week for their assignments that they do. And I find myself listening to my own feedback when I'm at the shoot and I'm like, hey, you just talked about this. Make sure that you're doing this too. And, and it keeps me accountable in my own photography and, and making sure that I am growing as I'm moving forward. And it's, it's such a crazy concept how sometimes we have to hear things from ourselves for us to really kind of put it into action. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, and it depends on the kind of learner you are as well, right? Because there's different, you know, as they say, in, in distance learning and education, there's different modalities of learner. Some people need to have their butt in a seat 
and listen to an instructor in front of the class and they take notes and then maybe ask the question every now and then. Some people are more, uh, just give me all the data, like a master class, and let me absorb it all, and then I will go do the thing. And other people, I think like me, are more just-in-time learners. Like with, like say, with podcasting, it's like, oh crap, I need to figure out how to make my audio sound better. So now I'm on that tangent of learning microphones and compression and this and that. And at the end of that journey, I'm better. I, I have all that in my little Batman utility belt and I know how to do that thing. Are you seeing that in your community as well? Like the different segments of people that learn different ways. Some people are quiet, you know, and they mousily put their hand up and other people are extroverts. How, do I, how is it? How does it manifest in your community? For us, what we have really found is when you're asking artists to come and teach, you are really opening up the gates to so many different processes. Some of our instructors are extremely technical. Like they are by the book, this is technically how you do it. And then we have these other instructors who are like full-blown artists and they're like, it's how I feel. I just, it's when mm. I'm feeling it and what I'm looking for. And it's so, I believe, I mean, shout out, but I believe that in Unraveled, you have to have both of those things. We have yeah. to learn both different ways. We have to have our feelings. We have to have our technical. Um, for me, one of the, the craziest things that I learned was I was under the impression, like when I taught, I was like, oh, people are invested. They, they want to know. And it was one time I was doing a workshop and someone was like, it's so nice because he, he all of my courses, uh, I talk and it's video based, but I'm really making sure I'm talking to the camera. And they were like, it's so nice because I just put them on in the background and I listen as I'm doing other things. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so glad. I'm glad that you could do that. But it was nice to have that feedback because it made me understand just how everybody learns. And you can't just be dependent on showing people because people have busy lives. They're doing yeah. different things. And so you have to make sure that when you're teaching that you are really communicating with them in a way that as they listen, they're doing their other things and they're still learning. Yeah. And, you know, it's so interesting and it's so cool, the tools that we have available, you know, with the Internet and not that high speed Internet access is ubiquitous across the planet. We know it's not. But a lot of people have access to the Internet, either on their phones or, you know, computers or wherever. And because of that, I think and I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts sitting, you know, kind of in the position of of influence where you are with Unraveled. Do, are you seeing that people's way of learning is shifting to what's a better way to put this? My, I'll, I'll make it personal. So when I'm sitting here at my computer, I consume content in a different way. I have a little TV next to me. I may put YouTube on there and listen to some podcasts or uh, some Netflix stuff in the background or some some training courses or something may have that on or in a window on this on the screen but at other points during the day i'm out walking we have a little lake right next to the house so i'm walking around the lake and i'm listening to things that are passive that juice me to keep me walking like oh in the next chapter oh i got to do another mile because i want to hear this next chapter right and then other times i'm in the car i want to hear things differently or traveling are you are when you guys create content do you have those different kind of things in mind where the learner might be or is it just okay let's let's create this content you know and make it amazing and then they'll consume it however they see fit so we have different ways of 
teaching and different ways of kind of learning. And where what we have found is that people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. And so we really have to, we really have to like get, see, like hook them in from the very beginning. And I have learned, I'm kind of a lengthy person when I write stuff, it's lengthy. And I find, I found that like people are like, oh, I'm not actually reading that. And I'm just skimming through it. And so it's, it's as awful as it is to get that feedback because you're so depressed about it because you're like, <laughs> I put so much effort into this. It is nice to be able to get that feedback and say, hey, people aren't reading this stuff. We have to, we have to pivot. People used to love to read stuff, but that's not where they're at right now. So we're pivoting. Another thing for us, though, is because we're online, the one thing that we can't do is really get people up and putting the things into action. And so what we did about that, actually, we've done two things to kind of help combat that. We started these monthly creative challenges where we give them kind of a theme. We show them a little behind the scenes video of us executing that theme to kind of get them inspired. And then they submit for this creative challenge in which everybody votes, we have winners. And that's how we can get people up off of their butts and actually grabbing their camera and, and creating. Because that was the hardest thing for us is we have this content about how are we keeping people accountable? Mm-hmm. We're not, we, there's nothing we can do to keep them accountable to their growth. And so these creative challenges have been great for that. The other thing that we did is we started implementing something we call small groups. Because again, when you're online, you're alone. You're completely alone. As much as you might feel like there are people around you, you are in this little bubble, you're in your office, whatever it might be, you are alone. And so we wanted to create small groups as a way to get people face to face with one another, interacting. They Every group is different. Some people meet once a week, some people meet once a month, and it's their opportunity to kind of stay accountable to their learning. But also more than that, it's just staying accountable to community and making sure that you're not alone. Because it, being self-employed, it is a very lonely thing to go through. Right, yeah, being self-employed and engaging in what is ostensibly a solo activity, which is photographer photography, right? Unless you're yeah. out on a photo walk or something. You know, I'm curious with that. So the 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 small groups and the challenges and those sorts of things, how do you how do you drive engagement with those? How do you get people to actually you know, it's one thing to say, okay, we're doing a challenge this month. This month's challenge is insects or something and you know go out and grab amazing pictures of insects and like you said here's a video of how we did it and how you could do it you you can set the stage but how do you get people to actually go grab that camera bag turn off netflix and go out and start shooting what's the what's the secret to engagement there so it's it's twofold so the first part is that we give them prizes. Everyone loves a nice prize. Um, the prizes are all over the place. Sometimes it's different presets packs that we work with other companies on. Um, sometimes it's just cash money. Sometimes people are like, hey, this is it's worth it for me to get up, go and shoot for 10, 15, 20 minutes because I know that if I win, I'm gonna get some cash out of it. Yeah. Um, The other thing that we do, though, is we make it a community experience. So you can't vote if you're outside of Unraveled. And that's a part that people always get so excited for is once 
once we're at the end of the month and they get to go through the entire gallery and they get to look at all the pictures they're and that's where so many people are like oh i wish i had done this one like and and what we find is as we go people get more and more excited about it and while i wish that every member of unraveled would partake in it that's not the case and i understand it and people are busy but people come and people go and they 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 join one month they drop out for a month it's okay um but for us, it is such a huge focus for people to have it. For you know, for a lot of our base, they are they are business owners, and when you're a business owner, you have to deal with client expectations. Whether you think you do or you don't, when there's an exchange of money, you have an expectation to kind of create like you always do because that's what they're expecting. And what we've tried to do with Creative Challenge is say, hey just forget those expectations for a minute and do whatever it is you wanna do. Do the thing that sets your soul on fire. Create something that you're proud of, whether it fits with your Instagram grid, whether it looks like the rest of your work, we don't care. We just wanna see you do something that makes you excited. And what we find is that whether these people win the challenge or they don't, they don't care. They're just like, I'm excited about what I made. And they go out and they share that because when you're excited about something, everyone around you is excited about it because they yeah. can feel your energy. Yeah, it's infectious. Yeah, and contagious. You know, the uh, one one question I have. This is a great conversation. Just kind of you know, because I'm I'm really interested in community and and I think it's especially for solo sports like photography. I think it's critical. You know, because you could easily you get a spark and you're like, oh, I love this photography thing, and then it'll go out in a vacuum with no oxygen to feed it. Right. And you guys are providing that oxygen so people can stay excited and stay enthused about it and inspired and learning and all that. So kudos to what you're doing from a community standpoint, uh, you know, from a community organizer, community management standpoint. The let's talk about the dark side of the moon. Right. So yeah. when you're managing a large community, do you find that you have members that are that tend to be a little bit more vocal and suck, you know, speaking of that oxygen, suck the oxygen out of the room for other members <laughs> or in a Zoom, they, you know, they kind of take up all the time, you know, that kind of thing. Are you seeing those kinds of dynamics? And if so, how do you manage that to keep it kind of egalitarian and fair? You know, I think because we've been doing this five years now, people mm -hmm. kind of, they understand, like, they understand the the temperature of the room. I definitely think in the beginning or when we've gone through changes, there is definitely, there's a growing pain that happens and there are people who aren't happy about something or um, the biggest thing that we hear from people is they, they'll say like, I just feel like my type of work isn't represented as well because um, we do things like student features and stuff like that. And what I always say to them is, well, are you submitting it? Because how, like, people, we have to understand that we're dealing with artists. As an artist myself, I understand how fragile we are. I understand the highs and the lows of, Unraveled is, a, is very strongly uh, female-based, um, and I would say I am the most emotional, most dramatic, uh, most over the top of anyone there. So 
it's my baseline is like here. And so I feel as though because I'm there, I can see where other people are at. I can meet them where they're at. And, and it's just a simple conversation and people who tend to suck the life out of people, they find their way out, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we're okay with that. We want people to feel as though they are in a place where they are comfortable, where they are heard, where they are seen. And if you're not feeling that, then you're free to go and and we hope that you find somewhere that that you do find your your place and that you feel that you belong. Our yeah. goal is at the end of the day, our goal is not to cater to every photographer in the world. Our goal is to make the people who want to be here extremely happy with everything that they're doing and we want to feel as though we are supporting them in every way that we possibly can and if that's a small group then that's a small group we're happy at the end of the day we're not we're not in this to try and grow in there's there's three of us who run this entire ordeal that's it there's just three of us and so we don't at a certain point we can't actually grow past a certain point without adding more and more people onto our team. We just want to make the people who are here happy. That's it. I love that. I love that. You know, I want to, I want to, before we run out of time here, I want to dive into, I'm on your page here on the unraveledacademy.com. Can you take us through what members get when they sign up? And I'm seeing that it's, you've got $15 a month here, right? Yeah. I see the bulleted list. Can you take us through what the, what the, what the goodies are when I sign up? So it's $15 a month. Um, we've given your listeners a code so they can get their first month for just $5. Um, but in it, we do new courses every single week, which is so nice because you're you're never feeling stagnant. You're, there's always new stuff to be learning about. And our goal is that these courses are completely different. We don't want you to be like, oh, wow, there's been a lot of wedding stuff or there's been a lot of couples or a lot of family it's like we will do family then we'll do food then we'll do stop motion then we'll do video and then we're on to like couples and whatever like our goal is that you're always feeling like there's something new for you here and there's always more things to learn about um so you get that plus you get our closed facebook group which is where all of the um all of like the community aspect happens. That's where people are sharing their work with one another. They're asking for advice. It's a completely safe space um, where people can just feel free to share themselves, share who they are, share what it is they're going through. A lot of times for photographers, we go through stuff and then it's like you go home and you talk to like your spouse and you're like, hey, uh, I, I'm dealing with this and they're like, no, oh, okay, well, that sounds like it sucks. And it's like, no, like I need you to be in this with me, but they don't get it. And other photographers aren't, other people who are not photographers are not going to get it. And so we want to connect people who do get it, who you can reach out and talk to. I love that. I love that. Great, great page too. I love the page. Um, Thank you. Are you, are you doing, uh, not live events? Well, maybe, maybe that is the question. Are you doing once the world unthaws, are you doing live events where people can get together in the real and interact kind of like, you know, regular workshop style? And then also are you doing, and have you found it effective to do virtual type get togethers like every week, you know, we like with TWIP, we do a weekly Zoom where everyone gets together and we also do a critique session. Are you doing similar things? 
So we have we have online retreats where we have different instructors come in. And with that, there are like weekly live Q&As so that we can kind of check in with each other, see how everyone's feeling. They can ask in questions to the instructors. We also have in-person events. We have um, Camp Unraveled, which is happening in Austin, Texas this summer. It's this, it is adult summer camp essentially with photography in there but basically it's like we've got a blob we have zip lines like it's going to be competitive and everything photography related is is around the idea of competition which not everyone's down for competition but the ones who are coming we are um we also have um our unraveled retreat which is the exact opposite i said that camp and the retreat they are like two sisters um and they're very different camp is all about getting down and dirty the retreat is this more relaxed experience it's there's yoga um there's photography obviously there's a ton of photography throughout the retreat um and it's it's a lot more emotion driven where camp is a lot more of like the loud mouths and stuff all kind of coming together and the retreat happens in Utah. It's in the mountains. We stay in this huge mansion. It's literally a mansion. And it is it is such a nice, calm, relaxing experience where you're going to get in your emotions. You're going to cry. Absolutely. Like you're not, you're not going to leave the weekend without crying. But so we have those. And then we also have smaller things. Like we've done shootouts and stuff like that. Um, but it's, we're always looking for ways to, keep our community as tight knit as possible. That is so cool. That is so cool. What a, what a great, uh, great resource you guys put together for photographers and creatives. So it sounds like with these retreats and it, when you describe the, uh, the Austin event, the, the shootout event, it sounds a lot like Animal House, right? <laughs> There's a movie, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but with Ben Stiller called Heavyweights. No, um, I haven't seen that. And it's, it's kind of our, um, it's like our roadmap for what we want. Like we want it to be intense. We tell people like, we're gonna be screaming. This is for our extroverts. The retreat is kind of for like our introverts, the people who are maybe a little bit more shy and reserved and need some time to warm up. But camp, it's like, we're hitting the ground running. And uh, personally, I'm very, very excited about camp because it's it caters to everything that I am and I will probably cry at camp because I'll probably lose stuff and I will scream and but at the end of the day we're all going to leave and we're going to be the best of friends so I'm excited <laughs> I love it I love it cool so you know I want to I want to wrap up and talk about uh, we talked about this a little bit in the pre-interview or in the before we started recording but you've got something else coming up next month we're in April of 2022 as we record this so in May tell me about this leap of faith thing that you guys are working on so May marks the five year, we don't call it an anniversary. We always refer to it as Unraveled's birthday. So it's Unraveled is turning five and we wanted to do something different. We felt like five years ago, we, we, we branched out and we took this leap of faith on creating Unraveled. And we didn't know if it would succeed or if it would fail. And it's been great. And now we're at five years and to us, five years feels like a really big deal. And so we've decided to host the Leap of Faith photo contest, which is open to everyone, whether you're an, a member of Unraveled or not. Um, and the goal is just like our creative challenges. 
it's not we don't want people coming in and submitting their recycled work no thanks like no one cares to see like your old stuff that's been around and like collecting dust the purpose of leap of faith is to get you up get you out and get you creating something brand new that gets you excited that has you inspired and and then you can submit it and then voting it will be open to everybody so unlike our creative challenges where it's only unraveled members it's everybody and our grand prize they're just getting they're getting a thousand dollars cash like not even like gift cards or anything it is cold hard money in your account they're getting a free year to unraveled second place is getting five hundred dollars plus six months to unraveled and then third place is getting 250 dollars. like we're shelling out some cash for this we're excited nice. about it and we want to we our only goal with this is not to try and like we're not interested in trying to get in front of people or anything like that. We understand that our community, especially with these past two years of everything we've been through, we're drained. No one has anything left to give. We we all feel as though we're pouring from an empty cup. And we have found that when you have opportunities to just create for you, it is the fastest way to fill your cup. And that's what we wanna give to people, is just this opportunity to say, hey, this is who I am, this is what I created, and I'm excited about it. I love it, I love it. All right, well, that's that's a perfect note to end this on. Uh, if, if people wanna learn more about the Unraveled Academy, just head over to theunraveledacademy.com, right? Is that a good spot for them to start? That's perfect spot to start. Okay, yeah, and use the code this week, all one word, and that'll knock the monthly, the first month down to five bucks, right? Yep. Yep. Cool. Awesome. All right. Ace Fanning, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you. And congratulations on all the cool stuff you guys are doing. It's always, it's always encouraging to see when people are working on something that has a true passion in there versus being built around a profit motive. Right. It's you know, I mean, you, it's not a binary choice. You can have both, but it's so refreshing to hear that, you know, you're doing these workshops, you're helping people, bringing people to tears. And, you know, it, it is it's very encouraging. So congratulations on that. And thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. This is Twitter.